Want to make smart trading decisions fast? Decision Tech from Fidelity can help. You'll get heads-up alerts on market events and insights that can inform your buy and sell decisions. Plus, you can trade fractional shares with zero commissions for online U.S. stocks and ETFs. Never miss an opportunity. That's Decision Tech from Fidelity. Get started at fidelity.com slash trading. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from $0.01 cent to $0.03 cents per $1,000 of principal. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Market moving insight and analysis. Join Jim Cramer, David Faber, and me, Carl Quintanilla, on the opening bell hour of CNBC Squawk on the Street. Good Tuesday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer and David Faber at the New York Stock Exchange. Futures are steady as China says it's reached consensus with the U.S. on some relevant phase one issues. Retail earnings, of course, Best Buy, Dick's, Dollar Tree, PVH are mixed, but some increases in guidance. Europe's largely unchanged. Ten-year, 173. Case-Shiller home prices up 3-2 in September year on year. Our roadmap begins with the record rally for stocks rolling on. Renewed China trade optimism set to fuel further gains at the open. Retail big week and the tariff impact into the holidays. Best Buy, Dick's, Dollar Tree, Abercrombie, among the retailers that are reporting quarterly results today. And Ford challenging Tesla to a, quote, apples to apples tug of war between pickups. And Elon Musk says, bring it on. Stocks are looking to set more milestones a day after the three major indices saw record closes. you got your top trade negotiators from the U.S. and China holding a phone call earlier this morning as the two sides continue to work toward a phase one trade agreement. Uh, trade Rep Lighthizer, Treasury Secretary Mnuchin uh, both participated in that call. And then Mofcom says both sides agreed to remain in contact over remaining issues. Jim, on Twitter, you said the phone call last night was very important in yeah. terms of furthering uh, a deal. Yeah, it's real. Uh, you know, I've been skeptical. Uh, this was a real call. Uh, phase one probably happens. Financial services get opened up. The president may believe that intellectual property is for real. That instead of just a soybean buy, they promised uh, that they would respect intellectual property. Now, do I feel they were respected? That's completely irrelevant. This was a major breakthrough. Uh, the uh, financial services would win. Even the casino stocks, believe it or not, the people there involved in casinos were uh, uh, Integral. This is a very, very major change, a certainly major change for me. Lighthizer went with the Mnuchin side, uh, not with the hardliners. And uh, people were buying the stocks on the idea that at least tariffs will be stayed or some phase one agreement are probably going to be right. Uh, there was a major breakthrough last night. I, I was quite surprised. I didn't think the Lighthizer would uh, basically throw his lot in with Mnuchin, who's the soft liner. Uh, the Mnuchin cat, uh, camp is uh, just, you know, it's the Schwartzman camp. It's, uh, the Paulson, uh, Thornton, uh, this very, very influential group. And uh, I think if you buy the financials off of this, the majors, I think you're going to make money. What about Trump? Where is he on this? I think he's with the Lighthizer in this big change. Uh, kind of just decided that this is what's going to happen. Uh, believe that the waiting for somebody to blink, the Chinese blinked on intellectual property. Now, again, we could say that's crazy. But the president's a buyer, as my understanding, at least right now. Obviously, the president can be mercurial. Uh, by you know, He wouldn't say mercurial. That's how he negotiates. He told me that's how he negotiates. But what, that's when we were an apprentice, which was a you know, kind of a dry run. But, uh, yeah, this was a big deal last night. And uh, I was surprised. I didn't think Lighthizer was just going to uh, go with them. Uh, the financials have been right. This is a J.P. Morgan move. Maybe Goldman. Goldman's probably a buyer. Uh, I don't know if my trust has been lousy. Top stock. 
but uh, this is big. Interesting. Uh, yield curves flattened for nine straight days. So do you think all markets are on board with this narrative? Yeah. yeah. Well, no. I mean, this is a big change. I mean, this is as of last night. So the markets may have, may have perceived it, but this was jump ball till last night. It's jump ball. And this was a very important phone call. The Chinese are controlling the narrative. Uh, that's surprising that they're doing that. They're pushing and pushing and pushing, telling you something's going to happen. Giving in on IP is something that I think uh, I, I was hoping that they would give in, you know, maybe talking about not uh, state enterprises being cut back, actually doubling down on state enterprises, not doing anything about fentanyl. But the president uh, wants to win after the impeachment. He'll declare a win. And this is very big. I, he, the rally makes sense. Uh, if you see something going on right now, if you see an agreement, it's going to be phase one. Uh, and... Uh, it's going to happen. And I, I really do believe it's going to happen unless there's some last minute betrayal. So December 15th gets could be on hold. Delayed, not yeah. not canceled, but delayed. Delayed. And then early, the prior rounds, December 1 and so forth, get rolled back. Uh, not clear. Uh, but I do think that you're going to see. Let's take American Express. They've been waiting to be able to get in. They've got an application. in. I think the application will be granted. Uh, I do believe that there's a a better feeling. I mean, Lighthizer, remember, this was a call. Who's on the call? Was was anyone from the Navarro wing on the call? No. Has Lighthizer sided with the Mnuchin wing? Uh, I think that there's tremendous momentum being created by the Chinese. I think the president can easily declare victory. You've been talking about how important ag was to all of this. Is that no. changed? No. He's uh, more focused right now on intellectual property, believing that that's the uh, olive branch intellectual property this weekend was a surprise to the administration. Uh, the uh, intellectual property is considered to be one of the seven deadly sins uh, that they've got, along with fentanyl, along with state-sponsored, along with hacking. Nothing on hacking, nothing on state-sponsored, nothing on dumping, nothing on currency manipulation. But I think the president can't, but certainly Secretary Mnuchin, very happy that they've given in. And that's a win, and he's taking it. Uh, what you're hearing from the Chinese is, is true. And uh, that is a big change. Actually, quite surprising. All right. So then what happens to the market? Once, uh, I don't want to bet against this market. Jeez. I mean, I think so a lot you of don't, You don't think it's a sell-on news? You don't well, think this one th- has been anticipating what you're saying? Well, no, because uh, as of last night, there really wasn't clarity. I think the financial services stocks have been uh, 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 robust because of this versus the yield curve. But uh, there is a definite um, movement in the trade talks. Uh, and it would be the president at the last minute saying, I don't trust their intellectual property. But right now, there seems to be a belief that when they gave that they gave in on IP uh, and by giving in on IP, the president's got to win and he can drive something. Uh, it, this is as of again, this phone call was incredibly important. I know that sounds like, uh, it, well, that's just one more uh, that's going to work. But, you know, my feeling, I had felt that this was very dim that we should not get ahead of ourselves. I've been right about this stuff. People on Twitter say I've been wrong the whole way. Well, they, hey, listen, they love me now because my wife liked the Tesla. But there is a was big movement last night. And the IP, I did not think IP would be enough. I thought that they would have to give in a more. I thought they would have to place a big soybean order. No. But the momentum is here for the talks. There's momentum and Lighthizer on that call. Very, very big deal. He had not declared his lot which way he was going. I think he declared last night. Big deal. Very big deal. Big change. You've made that clear. Well, I had to because I've been the opposite. You have. I've been saying there's no hope, no hope, no hope. You have. And And now there's suddenly hope. The Chinese have really uh, 
did they bamboozle us? Who the hell cares? What you care about at home is, I know, what will right. be a deal. So now we'll I think they're see when we get a date for potential signing of a phase one. Yeah, um, we will. December 15th will be the next important day, conceivably, when we will not see the new right. tariffs on 150. That's my understanding. And, uh, just stay of execution, and, just like uh, for those turkeys. And so uh, maybe Dollar Tree and uh, Family Dollar and all of them can rest easy, right? Well, that was uh, Dollar see, Tree's out today. Gary, Gary Philbin would tell you, yeah, the next level of tariffs. We, you know, now you're starting to see the real impact. By the way, Manny Trico said, listen, we haven't seen the impact yet of the tariffs. It's about to happen uh, because people bought stuff for it. I think that the, that the Amazons and the Walmarts have already, and Target, have pretty much dealt with it. But some of these other guys know. The Dollar Tree was disappointing. It was tariffs. By the way, it was also labor costs, distribution center. You see the Amazons arguing, really arguing, to try to get as many people as possible. There's a big fight right. over trying to get people to be at the D.C., at the at distribution centers. Uh, but they do need to stay at tariffs because they were hurt. Although, remember, when they buy a family, you know, they, when they convert the family dollars, they're still doing better. But they had a lot of uh, a low margin stuff, snacks. When I went to the most recent one uh, in Asbury Parks, there's too much snack. Uh, when there's too much uh, frozen food, the margins are bad uh, versus other seasonal products. And don't forget helium. The shortage of helium costs them a little bit. There's a helium shortage. I wasn't aware of that. You didn't know that? No. So that's bad news for kids' parties. Oh, yeah. Jeez, I tell you, for all the holidays, I always go to Dollar Tree for my balloons. It's stressful. It's, is, is it a, what's, stressful. What's the helium problem? Uh, There's not a lot of helium. Problem? Is it lack of find? To, what? It, what transporting it? Uh, what, do I look like a helium merchant? Well, you, you tend to know a do I look like a balloon? About a lot of things. Well, I have. I'm David. I'm seven miles wide yeah. and a centimeter deep. Yeah. So I figured maybe you're supposed to say no. That's not true. No, that's that's all right. That's not but Dollar Tree's there's like so much stuff too. wrong. I mean, I go over Dollar Tree. What's wrong? And I come back and I say, "Geez, give Gary Philbin a chance. He's done a lot of good stuff." But um, there are issues: frozen food ripping, but lowest margin category, not good. Uh, family Dollar still doing better. You have to pay through the nose to get people to work at a distribution center. That's true. That's not a job people really like, but they can make a lot of money in a distribution center. Well, a lot depends on who you're talking to. But, but yeah, the, you but, can make a living wage almost. At but at the point. beginning, these people can't generate. They have to be taught. You make a living wage. Yeah, well, you were the one. David did, a, did pioneer work on, on uh, Amazon in the distribution center. Yeah. Remember, you invoked the 13th Amendment, right? Was it the 13th Amendment, the one that Lincoln jammed through? Was he a, yeah. Or was that done after Lincoln? I can't, I'm trying to remember the sequence there. It was like done after the Civil War. Amazon wasn't around during Lincoln, no. No? No. No. It wasn't? Um, but huh. now they're paying everybody, what, 15 bucks an hour and benefits. Amazon actually has a uh, nationwide ad campaign. How much do you think a dishwasher sure costs in New York? NFL. How much do you think costs a dishwasher in New York? Uh, per hour. 18. Did you do read my memo? I think you've told me. You can't get people to, less than 18 for debt. Huh. What, how many gym memberships do you have to provide to people who work at restaurants? They come in and say, oh, listen, I want to run, but I need a gym member. I need Equinox. What's the matter with the Y? That's a thing? Yeah, they always they seem to ask for Equinox. That's their favorite. You have to give them a gym membership? Yeah, 90000 in a gym membership. I've turned these people down. Not for now. Um, Dick's uh, the guide is pretty nice here, Jim, and it includes all the tariffs that are slash were slated to go into effect. Now, here's one. What was the hot item? Women's apparel. Now, my travel trust owns Kohl's, so hold your ears, Jim. What was the weakest part of Kohl's? Women's apparel. So what do you, what do you make of that? If women's apparel is bad at Kohl's but great at Dick's, what's your conclusion? 
What's your conclusion? Uh, what's my conclusion? Women yeah. are shopping at Dick's. That's right, my friend. He just, he nails it. Soccer, replacing football, incredibly strong. Uh, footwear, amazing. Uh, Dick's is back. It's bigger than ever. And they have kept with value. They have covered. Ed Stack, amazing job. I wait to hear what, uh, you remember they pulled guns? Wait to hear they how did. that did? They pulled guns. They suffered very briefly. And then since then, it's really, they've had a lot of good court. Not unlike CBS when they pulled tobacco. Remember CBS initially took the $2 billion hit? I do. Walgreens has not, right? It's not yet. Is Walgreens got vaping? And look at no, the difference so. in the stock prices. It has absolutely probably nothing to do with it, but it's worth pointing well, out. Well, I think it's important that Starboard bought a position, which is unimportant. Totally. But the media presents it as being like, what do you got to? I'm, just, I'm, I'm checking. Okay. I'm some text but, reporting. But Dix was yeah, remarkable. I don't advise doing this at home, but sometimes you have to. Dix truly has cleared the they very little light inventory. That is such a buy, even up here, because Dix is, sells an incredibly low multiple, and it's got a great dividend, and it's beating the tariffs, and they're not worried about the tariffs, and they've got the right merchandise, not unlike Target. They're in the Target camp, not the yep, Kohl's camp. Makes sense. Uh, uh, PVH about hundred million dollars worth of stock. Sorry, Carl, as well yeah. during the quarter. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, PVH, you got strength in Europe. Yeah, you got Tommy up ten. Uh, low tax rate, some pointed out. Right, I know. Tax. They're trying to keep it down. Manage Rico won last night. Tommy, by the way, is, is plus 12 constant currency. Europe is incredibly strong. Now, car registration strong in Europe. Now, Tommy's strong. Calvin Klein restructuring worked. Uh, department store problems, not going away. But uh, there was a monster good quarter. Manage Rico bought a gigantic amount of stock uh, in the 70s. Sometimes it pays to follow a CEO who buys a lot of stock and can't flip it, of course. Remarkable quarter from what people thought. Uh, tariffs, yes. Problems, China, yes. He's cut China imports, uh, exports by, by 50%. He's been moving what the president wants. He's been moving away China. Uh, but China's still a bright spot, but not as great because of Hong Kong. The only thing that's good in Hong Kong is the Alibaba deal, which you correctly flagged. Yes, and it was up 7% in its debut. Yeah. Uh, it, was a, yeah. it was a large deal and it an was. important deal for Alibaba. J.P. Morgan yeah, J.P. Morgan could be the winner in China. Number Remember that. In underwriters. Do not, do not, Goldman. How about maybe Las Vegas Sands could be a winner. As a result of what you're talking about with phase the trade one. talks. Yes. Yeah, no, it's a big win in phase. You know, people who like, who believe in the trade talk, I think you're going to win. Unless the president watching the show right now decides to make me look bad. Do we get to Best Buy, guys, or do we? How uh, selfish is that? Not, like, you uh, can give a damn about us. Do we not hit Best Buy? No, but it's important to hit it because it was a, just a fantastic quarter. It was a good quarter. Discretionary they spend. Increased, they did slightly increase their uh, their uh, their guidance as well, right? So I just, I think it's terrific. One to two percent. Have, have not. From 0.7 to 1.7. Macy's, that's for sure. The yeah. weather was horrible at Macy's. Miserable coals. Sunny everywhere else. Pretty amazing. It's almost like, a, remember I told you, Al Roker's the key man. I mean, retailers have different geographic distributions, Jim. It's true. Some retailers are smarter than others. Uh, Macy's has got to get it together and got to get it together fast. They do not. It's By the way, here's what's going on at Macy's. Hard to find service. Uh, registers all over the place, not staffed, versus Target front registers. Now, we have to go, but I got to tell you, Target has the mojo. Macy's lacks mojo per share. I think David. people get that. That's Mojo for sure. Yeah, yeah. We, that's an important metric we follow closely here. MPS. Uh, when we come back, we'll get Kramer's Mad Dash countdown to the opening bell. Take another look here at the pre-market. We will get to some of the guidance in tech, which is not as good as some of these retailers. Uh, Enterprise is bad. And who's taking Chipotle to 970? When we come back.
What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. All right, welcome back. Happy to have you here on a Tuesday at the New York Stock Exchange. It's a shortened week. I'll be working Friday. You won't. You had to point that out? No. Yeah, well, you know, every so often you need to do Well, I'm, I'm a year older than you. You fix that. A year? Yeah, that'll, they have to take cleaners here and get that fixed. What are we measuring years? Seven years? Dog years? Yeah, dog years. Dog years. Yeah. Uh, all right, we got a mad dash, though. Let's get to it. We got some earnings you want to hit new tax well, and HPE. HPE, which is the enterprise. Well, you know what they say? David, they say corporate data center spending down. They're worried. Global tensions. Nutanix. What do they say? Corporate spending on global uh, on cloud computing up strong. David, this is Kohl's versus Target. I mean, what we got? This is this is Kohl's. Kohl's being the benchmark. By the way, you, you take that Kohl's cash, David. That's Confederate. Boom. Okay, you know what I mean? I do. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Nutanix is uh, the winner here. Uh, Nutanix has been down for a while. They do have some good iterations. I like what they're doing. They're making a comeback. Is Nutanix there a way versus to VMware. Square that circle, so to speak. To yeah, one company's to... awful. That's not true. All right, that's unfair. That one company's unfair. not doing as well. Uh, legacy. There's issues at HPE. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you say some companies, I don't mean that they're awful. Just that they're they're pro- they do have some products that are selling well. Okay. But the fact is, is that enterprise is soft. Now, HPE is somewhat akin to Cisco. They sell into the enterprise market. Enterprise spending is uh, global tensions. It is just down. Nutanix is a comeback because of its own product line. So uh, let's not uh, be too hard on HPE. It's it's kind of like Cisco. Yeah, absolutely. If you sell only in the enterprise, the enterprise is shaky because of trade tensions. Right. Matters. Does yeah, it, it really does. does matter. And HP, of course, has a hard time figure has had a hard time finding revenue growth for a long. Time. I know. Now you would, you know, HP, the uh, computer company, Enrique, yes, well, reports to. Yeah, we're gonna we'll see that. We'll and then you're gonna be all over the, Xerox when uh, Xerox sent another letter. We're gonna share that. With another people. letter. Yeah, they sell a lot of letters. So a lot of letters. That's pretty good. They send a lot of letters, letters. per share. There's. There have been a lot going on. There David DeHelium, by the way, I'm working on Helium. Xerox uh, copiers have been yep. very busy sending letters. Okay. Well, Xerox, Party City being hurt by the helium shortage. Helium uh, caught, uh, caught crossfire between Saudi Arabia and Gutter. And it's very complicated why there's, no, why there's a lack of helium. Thank you. Thank you. By the way, UPS is also gearing up for a busy holiday season. You're going to want to hear what CEO David Abney has to say about that. He'll be with us later on Squawk Alley. We've got a lot more squawk on the street. Right. Come your way. For more than a decade, Comcast has been committed to bridging the digital divide and connecting millions to affordable high-speed Internet. But the barriers to get connected go well beyond affordability. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to reach millions with digital skills training, resources, and opportunities needed to succeed in a digital world. Project Up, building a future of unlimited possibilities. Learn more at Comcast.com slash Project Up. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented... 
They'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. A decent mix of retail earnings plus some constructive trade discussions uh, between the U.S. and China have futures hanging in there. We'll get the opening bell in about six minutes. You're watching CNBC Squawk on the Street, live from the financial capital of the world. The opening bell in about three minutes. Uh, we covered some China trade news so far, covered some retail earnings. David and Jim did HP at the board, and Palo Alto Networks also raising a few eyebrows today. Yeah, I mean, uh, look, this is one where the, a lot of companies have been built uh, by acquisition. And when you get acquisition after acquisition, you get revenue growth. But you could see a stalling in the actual underlying organic growth. Uh, I have to be careful here because Palo Alto has been a great stock uh, of late. Um, and the Kesha Aurora was here. And the stock is up substantially from when he was here, even after this decline. But people didn't like the fact that, there, that he talked about some sales execution issues. Um, I don't want to say that the cybersecurity business has gotten too competitive, but uh, there are companies, whether it be a CrowdStrike, Zscaler was upgraded the other day, uh, Cyber, uh, CyberArk had good numbers, Fortinet had good numbers, but people feel Palo Alto has moved up too much given the fact that uh, the forecast was, was tepid. Uh, Nikesh is a great man who's done a lot of great things, but remember, he's not from the enterprise. And he's discovering the enterprise. At the beginning of his conference, he talks about how hard the enterprise is. The enterprise is selling to big business. It takes a very different skill set from uh, selling to uh, consumer. And the forecast was just downright disappointing. Uh, remember, cybersecurity is a kind of secular growth uh, We've been situation. talking about how it's the hole in the overall enterprise donut. Absolutely. Just uh, incredibly strong. Uh, does, when you see HP and you see Palo Alto, does your mind go back to Chuck Robbins? I yeah, mean, completely. everything sort of stems from his original. This, this is completely. I mean, Chuck uh, Robbins. Cisco been, CEO. Yeah, Chuck Robbins has been adamant that uh, there are the global tensions have made it so, and this is the really important thing. You need many more signatures on a deal. So instead of just someone just saying check it off, has to go up and down the organization. And when you take a lot longer that and the sales cycle is elongated, then you get what you have here. I believe that that's also a problem with Palo Alto. Now, they have they have, remember they had to move from firewall to cloud. That's a very hard thing. A Z scale and a CrowdStrike basically all cloud. Cloud being the great growth, but enterprise is weak. Consumer is strong. And so when you're dealing with enterprise tech. It's almost exclusively not great. But remember, Amazon's not enterprise. Apple's not enterprise. Uh, Facebook's not enterprise. Alphabet, some enterprise, which is uh, uh, their new go- Google uh, cloud service. Yeah, Microsoft's enterprise, though, and they're doing great. Well, but they also, they mix your, they, yeah, it's Azure. Right. It's Thomas Curian, by the way, at uh, Google Cloud Services. Watch it. Formerly known as Darth Vader, now called LeBron James. He's stealing every of every top guy, paying top dollar. Okay, do you know you get a $600,000 bonus if you're a salesperson, you go to another firm out there? People in sales, listen to me. Move west, young man and women. You can make a fortune. You've got to buy a house. You can sell. No, that is the issue. I forgot that. I forgot that. There's the opening bell and the S&P 500 at the big board this morning. It's our Calera provider of mobile messaging services uh, celebrating a listing today at the NASDAQ. Uh, Kalamos Investments uh, doing the honors. 
We are going to keep our eye on Chipotle as Cowan goes from 800 to 970. Jim. Boy, does that ever make sense? The new uh, dish is working. Uh, all the technology really working. The delivery really working. That last quarter was much better than people thought. I think that Cowan is spot on. That stock's I, going higher. I guess they call these things Chipotle's drive through that's so tailored good. to digital. And you got to listen to what, 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 what Brian said in the last quarter. Because what he's talking about is a technology revolution. He's brought this, remember, this Brian Nickel who came from uh, a, a Taco Bell. Yes, he did. And he is all about throughput. If you get good throughput and good food, there's no stopping you. Uh, I don't know if you guys have all had the new... Uh, Carne asada? Delicious. Yeah, very good. Really yeah, good. This is not Beyond Meat, Dave. It's it, real meat. The millennials love Beyond Meat so much. They'll buy that stock at Robinhood. Hand over fist. Do you know that Robinhood has almost the same number, or maybe the same number, of uh, accounts as E-Trade, and it's valued at 7.6, and E-Trade's valued a little, just a little bit more? We've really spent a lot of time talking about Robinhood these last well, few Well, because Obviously, in light of the Schwab Ameritrade deal. But also, because when I'm out there, um, millennials, um, millennials are, are, they love stocks. They love Do ETFs. millennials like uh, Beyond Meat at 230 bucks a share, or they just like it now? 77 is better. David, it's ethos. Ethos. It has nothing to do with the price. It's like Tesla. Beyond Meat in a tug of war against like regular beef. Mm-hmm. You think you hook them up to each other? Just like the Tesla truck would, it would crush them? Yes. Hold them. So I can't tell whether your newfound love for Tesla's price is sardonic or honest. No, it's wife. Oh, it's wife. It's, it's wife Lisa. and kids. It's a Lisa. Wife and kids it's a Lisa me down. You know, we were in a, the Model X this weekend, and she just said, okay, enough with the balance sheet. I was with <laughs> someone who's a uh, former CFO, a great CFO, and he goes, look, okay, so the balance sheet's problematic with the experience. Balance sheet's being trumped by the experience. Uh, my daughter in Spain this morning texted me and said, Dad, you got religion here. It's right. Uh, so I'm done. I, I, you You're tired of fighting. I'm not. They, gonna, they, I, they wore you down. Yeah, they did. They did. And now I'm like, I'm waiting for Elon. Because, you know, Elon, when he, the day he stopped tweeting it, and started focusing in the 10 month uh, build in China, uh, this new pickup that I didn't like, and 200,000 people signed up. And people, by the way, said the bears are saying, hey, it's refundable. I never, I got my Model 3 money back from my first daughter. It was the first one who said, uh, well, first daughter wanted Tesla. She gave up after six months, couldn't get us tested. Well, I got to tell you, three stories in cars today. One is Audi's laying off 10,000 people. How do you like that? Um, Fitch says auto sales by units are going to decline more this year than they did in 08. Wow. That's global number. Wow. And then this uh, FTP on subprime auto loans again. These low-rated slices, Jim, are four to six well, times I mean, oversubscribed. Cars got expensive, and the loans, and you know, they got ahead of themselves in terms of what people put down. But the consumer, Jamie Dimon, would tell you, do not worry about the consumer. I'm, I'm with Jamie Dimon on that. Uh, the Tesla thing is rather incredible because uh, I think beauty's in the eye of the beholder. I bought a Ford Super Duty and loved it. This is obviously not a Super Duty. But, by the way, it was gasoline. And you need diesel is what everybody told me. But this Tesla, I, I cannot believe, by switching and saying I like the stocks, I like the car, it's like suddenly I'm man of the year. I mean, I'm rivaling that woman, Gretchen, you know, the one who came in front of Congress. Yes. And the tree, which is also a possible man of the year. The tree, because it reverses global warming. Trees are very important. Plant a tree. David, a tree is a tree is a tree. Yes, well, plant one. I'm going to plant. feel better. I'm planting many. Good. If we planted a couple trillion trees, according to Mark Benioff, we could reverse global warming entirely. 
He's working at being the co-founder and co-CEO of Salesforce. David, a couple trillion trees would be helpful. Mayor Bloomberg planted a lot of trees well, over here. Over a million trees in New York City. That's so he right. re- kind of reversed global warming. Originally, any number of them have already perished. But well, you had to just be such a downer. Well, your, I'm very, you could bring anyone down. Easy being a street tree in New York City. Well, let's. David, trees grow in Brooklyn. David, trees grow in Brooklyn. People throwing litter in your little area. Well, they have those ginkgos. They stink, but they're indestructible. They are. They will, in the event of nuclear war, just hide under a ginkgo. They'll last for a long time. They They stink. You get get one on your shoe, it's worse than dog, uh, you know? Yeah, it doesn't smell good. I know you got a lot of trees in Brooklyn. Many trees grow in Brooklyn. Which is, a, a tree I think does it was Deanna Brooklyn. Durbin was it's in this. True. That was a good novel. Very nice. Yes. Great, great fit picture, too. Yeah, the movie version is great. Amazing. Sure. So a little throwback. Jim Disney. Uh, reports say million signups a day for Disney+. Plus. Frozen is the biggest November ever for an animated movie. Uh, and the biggest ever for Disney Animation X Pixar. The Frozen only, 2. The only negative thing for Bob Iger, Green Bay looked terrible this weekend. He's a huge Packer fan. But that's the only thing that's going bad in your life. How about that? I, uh, I don't know about you guys. Verizon Wireless, Unlimited. We signed up. You signed up? Yeah, checked it out last night, actually. Did you? You signed up. You're one of the million. I did it. I actually did. Very easy to navigate. That's so the first thing you bought this easy. year. Boom. Worked. So he likes TJ Maxx, and he likes the Disney. Yes, I think that's yeah. right. And Dom, Dom Chu turns out The consumer's back, Jim. Yes, Dom Chu, at <laughs> 6 a.m., he bought Disney Plus. <laughs> I'm not. It's free for the first year. Oh, well, that's okay. Yeah. It's a little late in my house. I have to say, watching all of those titles, of which I own every single DVD, DVD. somewhere in a closet. Which you bought from Disney before. Yes. Dom, oh, Dom had the, um, I watched the show at five. I watched the four. I watched the three. That's how bad my life is. and Or, or good, depending upon how much I like the programming. But Dom was the, I think he was the actual first person to sign up. And he got the discount because he already owned, um, he already got Disney Plus, um, the uh, ESPN. I got ESPN Plus because I'm a king still, of fantasy. There are still questions that turn how many of those Verizon wireless customers will turn off after year one yeah. if and when, when they actually have to pay for the service. Unclear, but at least it's a question at this point. And we're talking global scale is what they need here. Obviously, 2024, so it's right. still a number of years away till they really want to. And how much they're really spending. Some people dispute the way that they are not just be, they, 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 it's not just the incremental spend, it's giving up certain programming that you're getting paid enormous amounts for to bring it back to the service. So Sky, for example, is paying you hundreds of millions of pounds a year for your, to distribute Disney product overseas. That comes back. Are they accounting for that as well? So the lost revenue plus the cost plus marketing it's still going to be interesting to watch. And how about ATT? Not that it hasn't started out amazingly, it has. How about the ATT piece to still the red... Resonant, you've got Elliot on the one hand, incredibly rigorous people, yes. right? Yes. And then you have Moffat Nathanson on the other, equally yes. rigorous. Yes. Where do you come out, David? It's going to be very interesting to watch and, and report on. I'm not going to take a side. Way to, way to just plant your flag there, Some David. Things, man. You know, like just the jury's still it. out? It's just not worth it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the rest of the day, one way or the other, will be spent taking rate phone calls. I don't really need to do that. So let's just say I take a rate calls all the time. This is a very fat. I know you do, and that's the way you like to live your life. I choose not to. So I do like it. I'm like a living talk radio. There are certainly a lot of questions in terms of the ability for them to deliver in the wireless business the kind of growth that they need to put up that one percent revenue growth number. I know it doesn't seem like much, given the views at least others have of their ability to gain traction. 
with the direct-to-consumer offering, with Warner, with the continued sub-losses of DirecTV. How about wireline sub However, DirecTV sub-losses have peaked, that things are going to get a bit better there, that they're going to keep the higher margin customers they already have. They're still doing $4 billion in free cash flows from Direct. And that they are going to be successful but, with HBO Max. But Moffat Nathanson crushed it. It was at 39 is about to yes, break out. It was. They crushed and it. They crushed it. They did. They crushed it. They beat break it like, Moffitt's like, like, like the Ravens so. cru- like the Ravens uh, did in the Rams yeah. last night, which is really extraordinary. Um, did you see the did you see the numbers for the football game? I did. I did. The Patriots Cowboys um, highest rated game since ninety six. Well, what does this say? I mean, um, you gotta own T T V boring game too. I didn't find it boring. I thought it was a tremendous victory. He's not rooting for the Cowboys. Right. For That's right. Did right. I miss something? I was like, what? David, the Jets are back. They're oh, they're back. The defense is great. Yeah, it's amazing. We're I think great. they they could beat the Eagles. Yes, they could. But you they think Jets lost could beat the Eagles? Yes, definitely. They lost to them, didn't they? Well, no, I'm saying they're better. Oh, arguably. now. Yeah. I'm just um, looking at them. I, I have to tell you that um, a lot of teams could beat the Eagles right now. Speaking of things that defy logic, as we take a look, you can always watch football highlights. I can just watch them over and over again. I see your Twitter feeds basically just filled with football highlights. Football highlights, yes, because I do my um, bull market fantasy, and I'm trying to get people are really, you know, in the last rounds now. Uh, this is the fight yeah, to be able to be the last in the playoffs. couple of weeks, yeah. Is your son going to be in the post? I, it's unclear. Really? Yeah. What does he need? a couple of his leagues. You should watch I, he's, my show. He's had some, he started some bad, he's made some bad choices of late, from what I understand. I heard that he, that he cut Lamar from Baltimore. No, I don't think he, he did. Lamar. I heard he cut Not Lamar. Good. That would have been. Yeah, picked up uh, uh, Baker Mayfield. MVP, right? Lamar, MVP? Oh, geez. Absolutely. It's got to be, right? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, all right, speaking of things that defy logic, not that he does. Not sure what does. Uh, but you know what, guys? Um, in their latest letter from Xerox to HP. Oh, geez, yeah. Yeah, another letter. Yeah. Another letter. Okay. Your refusal to engage in mutual due diligence with Xerox defies logic. Defies logic. So says... Xerox, John Byzantine, of course, the vice chairman and CEO of the company, in a letter to Chip Berg, who's uh, the uh, chairman. chair, and uh, Enrique, of course, the CEO. They go on to say a lot of other things there as well. Um, what are the most important parts we can share with you to so take a look at the performance of both stocks? Well, they come back at them on this question of dissolving the uh, Fuji uh, film uh, joint venture and whether they lost intellectual property. And that was at the end of yesterday's or Sunday's HP letter. They say, hey, we monetized our liquid interest in Fuji Xerox at over 20 times 19's expected aggregate cash flow, favorably restructured the terms, um, and we will continue to have supply, protect our high-value intellectual property, provide strategic flexibility. There's no hole in Xerox's portfolio as a result of those transactions, just significantly more cash to support growth. Oh, I wonder if this is, well, uh, time versus the quarter that's going to be reported this evening. Where you've got problems in printer, and believe me, Intel We're gonna is watch hurting them. Those Intel numbers. is hurting them because Intel cannot produce the chips. Um, David, this may be in prep for HP going down. The most important thing here is what the Xerox side will tell you is that they're having extensive conversations with certain HP holders. They believe they're getting incoming calls. Not they believe they incoming calls. They even reference it in the letter from these holders saying, "Hey, we don't understand why HP won't conduct diligence." Yeah. Uh, excuse me, won't allow no. Xerox to conduct diligence, misspoke there. Uh, and so they're going to continue to push on that. If they get somewhere great and HP perhaps reverses their stance to allow mm-hmm. and then allow Xerox to have diligence, otherwise, as I indicated earlier uh, or yesterday, 
you know, I think the expectation is we're going to be talking about this for months to come. But it's getting, as you predicted, it is getting ugly. It's gotten ugly. It's ugly. It's just... It, the gloves are off yeah, there. The it's, are off. it's Ultimate back, Fight Club. Dude. A lot of letters. Ultimate Fight Club. Back and forth. It's a fight. It's going to be a fight. It's a fight. And we like a fight. We sit there. We're like those people. What is this, fight, what fight, is this fight. stuff, Kimasabi? I don't like a fight. These are nice companies. I wish you weren't. It's you HP. This Enrique Loras. you got to give him a chance. All I'm, say, all I'm saying is give Enrique a chance. Truth right now. You like a fight. Come on. No, you do. Of course you do. All right, I do. Thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> Enrique Lourdes has got his hands full because of Intel. I am telling you, Intel's disrupting the whole valley by not being able to make as many chips. It's an untold story. We don't talk about it enough. It's a fiasco. It's a fiasco. Wait, what's a fiasco? Well, it's, it, they just put it in the AK. It's, uh, well, how about right? that letter they put out? Yeah. I mean, how about a letter that says, listen, we can't make the product because we don't know. We can't. We have problems. It's 14 Who does men, that? Yeah. Who does that? I mean, that's just like Hasbro. We can't make Monopoly. They have a long Monopoly game now. Name me a company that puts out a release saying we can't make the product. Who else? Can't think of one offhand. Other than Party City with the helium balloons. Well, the helium's a problem. I, I, helium I, I and 14 know. nanometer chips, that's the, the real Those are really a very, yeah. one, both really high-grade products. We have to move on, David, but I've got to tell you, I've never seen a major American company screw up like Intel. And AMD is the beneficiary, Lisa Sue. No two ways about it. By A, by M, by D. AMD. Guys, we got a record at the open. Obviously, slid back just a touch here. Let's get to Seema Modi. Morning, Seema. Good morning, Carl. Yeah, that's right. 24 record closes now for the S&P. We're about 10 minutes into trade. We're slightly lower for the Dow, NASDAQ, and S&P at the moment. Uh, markets digesting the latest commentary from the Chinese. That statement from the Chinese Ministry of Commerce overnight that China and the U.S. reached consensus on properly resolving relevant issues, but still unclear as to whether a compromise will be reached before that December 15th time line when those new tariffs are set to increase. We are watching shares of Alibaba very closely gaining over 6% in Hong Kong trade after raising $11 billion in its secondary listing, easily the biggest offering this year. Remember, Uber raised about $8 billion back in May. Uh, And now we have to see what we'll get from Saudi Aramco in December. Take a look at shares of Alibaba. It's worth noting outperforming other Chinese tech stocks this year up about 14% versus the MSCI China ETF up over 14%. Two stocks in notice uh, this morning, Macquarie initiating initiating Square at Outperform. Analysts there say Venmo should boost its growth potential. That stock is up about 1%. And then Cowan & Co. raising its target on Chipotle, as you guys were just discussing, from 800 to 970, citing increased uh, consumer demand for food transparency. And that stock has had a really nice run uh, bouncing off its February 2018 lows. You can see up over 140%. Finally, mixed bag for retail. Best Buy shares spiking on a strong beat across the board. Earnings, revenue, comps, all better than expected. And the company raising guidance. But... Dollar Tree down 14% after earnings came in a nickel shy of expectations. The discount retailer also gave a weak forecast for the holiday season, expecting to take a hit from tariffs in the fourth quarter. Dollar Tree down about 16%. Tonight, we get earnings from Box. Back to you, Carl. All right, Seema, thanks. Let's get to the bond pits as well. Rick Santelli at the CME in Chicago. Morning, Rick. Good morning, Carl. You know, we have another auction today. Of course, we're uh, on a different schedule Two-year, of course, was yesterday instead of today, all because of the holiday. And do remember, the auction of twos, fives, and sevens, which will complete tomorrow, will settle on Monday. Lately, settlement dates have been of major interest. 
That issuance has to be paid for, and writing those checks may affect short-term liquidity, although this one doesn't happen to correlate with tax taxes due as well as, uh, of course, other issues like T-bills that also settle early in the week. Look at a one week of 10-year note yields. Here we sit at 173. If you open the chart up month to date, the lowest yield close of November is 171. If we were to close here, this would be the second lowest as all maturities sort of drip down uh, as we finish the month of November. China is about to do something quite historic. Look at a month to date chart of a Chinese 10-year, 320. Look at ours, 173. Which would you rather have? Well, of course, there's credit risk and currency risk. Uh, uh, uh. China's about to launch a $6 billion plus dollar-denominated 10-year sovereign debt deal. Uh, it is uh, the biggest ever on record, and of course, we'll pay very close attention to that. There should be lots of demand. And finally, let's look at what's going on with the dollar index. And the dollar index is very fascinating here because as it sits at 99.37, it is now just one cent away from the high close of the year, which was, of course, at the end of September at 99.37. Carl, Jim, David, back to you. All right, Rick, thanks so much. Meantime, comedian Sasha Baron Cohen going after social media giants again after ripping into them last week during a speech while accepting award from the Anti-Defamation League, now penning this op-ed in the Washington Post on the issue of hate speech and the spread of fake news. He writes, Facebook, Google, and Twitter are unthinkably rich, and they have the best engineers in the world. They could fix these problems if they wanted to, but it won't because its entire business model relies on generating more engagement, and nothing generates more engagement than lies, fear, and outrage. Uh, he's becoming uh, the point man on uh, social media. Crisis. I urge people to watch, uh, I saw his previous speech, which was quite uh, well thought out. I had privilege of meeting him a few weeks ago on you know, Spot, his HP, his, the special, the Netflix special Spy is uh, worth binging on, but he is a uh, great intellect, and he's got a really uh, tremendous rap, kind of like Mark Benioff's. Uh, who introduced me to him. Which, uh, which you, you buy this argument more than, than Zuckerberg's connecting people, bringing think, people together. They are both, they're both, I want to be a little bit like David, take no stance, uh, don't agree with any, you know, don't commit, just kind of punt, say fine, fourth and nine. I don't do that all the time. Just to keep well, I don't do it either. I need to because it's important. Important this, that I this, try to remain an impartial, actual reporter. But, the, but this now, man, in this, however, I do have an opinion. You, I don't you, understand Zuckerberg's stance. When but it comes you do to, understand when it comes to this free speech. Do thing. you understand Cohen? Who's just yes? He's brilliant. He's a very smart man. She's smart. How about our, how articulate he was? He's a very he's yeah underrated erudite fellow from yes. an erudite family as well. Two guys who uh, Mark Benneth introduced me to are incredibly erudite: uh, Sasha Byron Cohen and uh, David Blake. Bumped into David Blaine last week and made me disappear. No, I'm just kidding. He does actually doesn't like it when you he likes to talk dogs, so do I. Because he knows my dog Everest is uh Nvidia, I'm yes. sorry, he's sick. He's got yeah, he's got of yours. Is that why you see David Blaine on No, I bumped him on the street. He's my friend. So, so he is your neighbor. He's my friend. He lives in your neighborhood. No, he does, he's my friend. Got David, on the one hand on the other. That's you. Be thinking about NVIDIA, Jim. I'm sorry to hear that. No, I'm very worried. He's got this really bad uh, kennel cough it's caused, but we can't find him. He's going to go. We have to do the endoscopy. He's furious, doctors. Oh, yeah, we got to face hope. Yeah. You know, he's 13. 
Always tough. And when we Denson come back, Wong knows how important this is. Uh, a roller coaster ride for shares of Dollar Tree this year. Uh, today, the stock taking a hit on this disappointing guidance. Tariffs do play a role. We'll talk to the CEO. Record highs, though, for the NASDAQ and the SP 31.35. Once again, a uh, blow up in retail. Dollar Tree leads the S&P lower this morning, along with HPE. We're going to talk to both CEOs later on this morning. Dow's up 24, S&P up 3. Jim, what's on Matt tonight? All right, don't forget, we're making a trade deal. Uh, we got Agnico Eagle, which is one of my absolute favorite gold stocks. Uh, you always should have some gold. And we've got, geez, Zappos, which is, pro- which is owned by Amazon, but is on fire. And I think it's time to celebrate Amazon. Because, man, it's going to be an Amazon uh, Xmas. They hate that term, Xmas. Maybe the stock can catch up to the rest of Fang for the year. Yes, it could. Now, don't forget, there's a very few days now. It's much shortened season, so you're going to see much more Amazon. You have David Avenue on. Wow, what a great get. Cyber Monday's coming up. That changes my whole life, Cyber Monday. Yeah. No. I got to go buy a Tesla Monday just to make satisfied my wife and my kids. Really? That's to buy it. a Tesla on Monday? I don't know. I have to do it just to support the stock at this point. I need a charging station. In Brooklyn. Yes. With that, I would have charging to buy four tests. in Brooklyn. Now, there you go, David. See, he yeah, committed to something. He finally committed. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.